Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Caleb Giddings, and you're watching or listening to Firearms Industry News for the week ending October 2nd, 2020. First off, I can't believe it's October yet, or that it's October now. I feel like it was March, we blinked, and now it's October, and the world is still a very interesting place. So I hope that you guys are doing okay out there. Now, with that said, if you're watching this on Facebook or Instagram, make sure you like and share and do all of those fun things that help boost the signal for the show. And if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, thank you. Please keep leaving those lovely five-star reviews. Now, moving right along. Moving right along. Footloose and fancy free. Sorry, I was watching Muppets yesterday. Anyway, moving right along, we have a lot of news to cover today, and we'll start with news from the Second Amendment Foundation, which is named Masada Ayub, their new president. In their press release, it says internationally known firearms author and trainer Masada Ayub has been named president of the Second Amendment Foundation, succeeding the late Joseph Totaro. Uh, Masada Ayub, if you don't know who Masada, if you're listening to this show and you don't know who Masada Ayub is, you should definitely go Google that and go fix yourself. I've personally known Mass since 2011 when we shot the IDPA National Championship together, and we have remained uh, casually in touch as colleagues uh, since then. He is one of the best instructors in the industry his use of force classes are in my opinion they should be mandatory for everybody who carries a gun for self-defense and having him named as president of the second amendment foundation which is one of the pro-gun groups out there that's doing the lord's work is great uh, mass has got a great uh, a great bio and a great background and i'll just close with this quote from uh Executive Vice President of SAF, Alan Gottlieb. We are both proud and delighted that Mass Ayub has assumed the SAF presidency. I've had the pleasure of working with him over the years as an SAF trustee and look forward to working with him more closely in his new role. Without a doubt, Mass Ayub is a true defender of the Second Amendment, and his devotion to protecting and advancing the right to keep and bear arms will be critical as we face new challenges. Congratulations to my friend Masad Ayub, and I wish you the best of luck in your new role as the president of the Second Amendment Foundation. Moving along to new product announcements, Springfield Armory has announced a new bolt-action rifle, the Model 2020 series. So it is a it's a bolt-action rifle, guys, and the MSRP on it ranges from $1,699 to $2,399. It is available in 308 Winchester, uh, 6.5 Creedmoor, 6mm Creedmoor, and the 6.5 PRC cartridge. So it's clearly a rifle that is designed to be competitive in these extremely popular long-range shooting disciplines that are cropping up all over the place. There's some interesting BTS stuff about this rifle that doesn't really fit the scope of this podcast. Suffice to say, it's a new product from Springfield Armory and it looks pretty cool. It looks like a nice it looks like a nice rifle. I'm not really into rifles, but new bolt action rifles, especially ones that are available in these like PRS kind of flavor of the month cartridges are pretty neat. And some of the feature sets on these rifles are also uh, pretty great. <clears throat> All right, now we have news from the shooting sports and it's Steel Challenge. The Steel Challenge Championships, the World Speed Shoot, was last weekend in Talladega, 
the CMP Marksmanship Park in Talladega is one of the nicest shooting facilities on the planet. I shot IDPA Nationals there in 2018, and it was phenomenal. It's a great place to shoot. The facilities are great. And so the good news is, is that while they were having the Steel Challenge Championships there, USPSA's president announced that the CMP Talladega Marksmanship Park will be the home of Steel Challenge for the next three years. I think that's cool because a place like the CMP Park in Talladega has a sort of important feeling to it. And Steel Challenge, when it was in Piru, it used to feel a little bit more special. It felt like there was a little bit more history, a little bit of, there was something there to the match. And this isn't to say anything bad about Frostproof or some of the other places where it's been, but a match like Steel Challenge that has so much history and has such a rich tradition behind it should feel special. And the CMP Park in Talladega is the right kind of location to impart that level of importance and gravitas almost to a match like Steel Challenge. Sadly, the surrounding area isn't so great. So, you know, the match hotel and the awards banquet, still probably not going to be in the nicest place, but the range itself, beautiful, fantastic. And with that said, that gets us to the results for Steel Challenge. So we will start with Open Division. Your winner in Open Division is Casey Eusebio with a time of 78.02. Was that fast? I thought that was fast. Coming up second was Muniki. Uh, I'm going to mess up Muniki's name, and I feel so bad because he's such a nice guy. Muniki uh, Samajima, I hope I got that right, with a time of 81.60, again, in the open division. And third place was Ethan Inokando. Moving down the list to our high lady, uh, it was no surprise there, Jesse Harrison, with a time of 94.59. And again, that's in your open division. All right, now we move on to limited division. And your winner in limited division is, no surprise here, Shane Coley with a time of 95.88, followed in second place by Dave Savigny with a 101.51, and third place, Florida boy Gorka Ibanez with a 101.86, just behind Dave's uh, 101.51. Let's go find our High Lady. High Lady Limited was Jessica Smith with a 195.17. Not a lot of entries in Limited this year, only 23 shooters in Limited. But production, on the other hand, well, production was pretty impressive. So Dave won, Dave Savigny uh, is your winner in production with a 93.51, followed by Nils Jonasson with a 95.30. Nils is still likely shooting his Canic. And Shane Coley taking third place with a 103.66. In fourth place, and your high lady, is Ashley Rourke with a 117.76. Next, we have... Single stack. Single stack, your winner is local boy Gorka Ibanez with a 103.62. Second place is your high lady, Jesse Harrison, with a 107 flat. And third place is USPSA Grand Poobah, Mike Foley, with a 115 flat. 
Our next division is one I actually care about. It's Optical Sight Revolver or Open Revolver. And your winner here turned in a speedy 92.29, followed by Ryan Wagner and then David Johnson rounding out in third. And did we have any girls in this division? We didn't, so there's no high lady. Uh, the sci-fi cowboy, Steve Thornton, was there. This guy shoots a single action with a red dot sight on it. It's uh, the phenomenal gun. It looks so cool. All right, and then we have Iron Sight Revolver. Uh, just so you people know, there's a million divisions in Steel Challenge. Your Iron Sight Revolver winner is, again, Michael Pogge with a 103.22, followed by Holden Perez with a 130.14, and David Johnson with a 133.40. Uh, we did have a girl in this division, so your high lady uh, is Annette Asen, who was also the only girl in that division. But, oh, no, there's two. My bad. You had Heather Martin as well. So Annette Asen is your high lady in Revolver Division. And now we're into the Carry Optics, which was a, an extremely popular division this year with 44 shooters competing in Carry Optics. Your winner here is a repeat from Open Division with KCU Cebio coming in with a smoking fast 8408, followed again by Muniki with an 8957, and your top three is rounded out by Cole Bush with a 9827. High lady in this division is Ashley Rourke with a 10632. And now we're into the rimfire division. So you have two rimfire divisions. You have rimfire pistol op optics and rimfire, rimfire pistol irons. In rimfire pistol optics, you have, once again, Casey Eusebio with a shockingly fast 5843, uh, followed by Lance Bratcher Jr. and Colby Pavlock. Your high lady here is... Let's see. I got to do some scrolling. Got to find... Hi, lady. Should have had this all ready to go. Here we go. Your high lady here is Mackenzie Bragg, who is also a junior. Congratulations to Mackenzie. Next, we have Rimfire Pistol Iron Sights. Your winner here is Neil Norman with a 7186, followed by Cole Bush and Nate Gibson. And now we're into the people who... Oh, no, we have Rimfire Rifles, too. My gosh, I forgot how many divisions there are. Rimfire Rifle Open. Chris Barrett, Grant Kunkel, and Nate Gibson, one, two, three. Rimfire Rifle Irons, Cole Bush, Colby Pavlock, and Emily Cunningham in third place with a 65-12. And now we're into PCC, and these are the people who like to bring a rifle to a pistol match. Uh, here you have Chris Barrett in PCC Optics with a 60-33, followed by Grant Kunkel and Cole Bush. Your high lady here is Emily Cunningham in fourth place as well. And our last division is PCC Iron Sights, where Chris Barrett wins again, shooting faster than he did with his open gun, 5948. Cole Bush is in second place, and your high lady here is again Emily Cunningham with a 6952. That was a lot. I hope you guys enjoyed getting all of those shooting sports results uh, from the Steel Challenge. Now we're going to go 
into one last uh, new product. And this is a bit of a joke. I mean, it's not a joke, actually. I shouldn't say that. Excess uh, Sites, who make the Big Dot site, have dropped a new site for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. If you buy the site, some of the proceeds from buying it will go to help support breast cancer research. And so it's for a good cause. And what they've done is they've replaced their traditional green ring on their site with a pink ring. And it looks like a boob. I, I, I promise you, go look up Excess Sites Pink Big Dot site and the front site, it kind of looks like a boob. And it's funny, and I would like to think it's intentional, but I don't think it is intentional. But that's it for our new product releases. Go look at the Excess Big Boob, I mean Big Dot site. Anyway, guys, that is it for this edition of Firearms Industry News. Again, I want to thank everybody for watching and listening to this, uh, whether you're listening on podcast or you're listening on uh, Facebook or Instagram. It's great to have you. We've been doing this for almost a year now. I started this basically right after I came back from my deployment, and we're going into the last quarter of 2020. May the odds ever be in your favor. I'm Caleb Giddings. Thanks for listening.